The 1940s come alive in It's a Wonderful Life. If you haven't been invited to a holiday party yet, or are just feeling ready to get into the Christmas spirit, you can't do much better than the American Blues Theater staged radio show version of Frank Capra's classic, It's a Wonderful Life. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at Chicago Broadcasting Network and theater reviewer for ChicagoTheaterAndArts.com. In this production, the theater is set up to give the illusion that you're part of a studio audience for a live radio broadcast in 1944 at WABT Studio on Belmont Avenue in Chicago. There's a spinet piano stage left, and three old-timey microphones on stands across the front of the stage where most of the action takes place. Stage right is an array of apparatus where Foley artist Sean J. Gowdy will add sound effects to the performance. Above the piano is a lighted sign which displays the words on air and applause. As we entered the theater, some of the cast was already gathering, having casual conversations, and singing Christmas songs. Eventually, they got more and more attention as the show officially began. This is indeed a bona fide radio-style performance, with each person playing several characters in different voices, aided by requisite sound effects to emphasize or augment the dialogue in lieu of visual cues. This is a story that needs little description for many people who are familiar with the perennial favorite Christmas movie starring James Stewart, Donna Reed, and Lionel Barrymore. Similarly, this production has become a perennial Chicago favorite, performed by this company since 2002. In summary, our hero, George Bailey, who grew up with dreams of great adventure and world travel, is essentially stuck in his hometown of Bedford Falls, looking after the family building and loan business. Brandon Dahlquist does an admirable job with this iconic role, being careful not to simply imitate James Stewart, but rather making it his own and giving George his own spin. His nemesis, Mr. Potter, is a mean old man that owns the bank and most of the town and won't be happy until he gets the little bit that the Baileys control as well. Suffice it to say that at some point, thanks to an error made by Uncle Billy Bailey, played by James Joseph, George begins to feel the weight of the world crashing down around him. Coming to the idea that the money from his own life insurance can set things right, he concludes that he's worth more dead than alive. Luckily for him, George's guardian angel Clarence steps in to reveal how he has positively influenced his family, friends, and community, demonstrating that he has indeed lived a wonderful life. Veteran actor John Morling plays both Clarence and Mr. Potter, carefully distinguishing each with his own individual personality and vocal quality, which the actor has done for 17 years. This might be a bit of a challenge for some younger audience members to follow at first, but once you get into the rhythm, you begin to delight in the skill of the actors as they move seamlessly from role to role. Camille Robinson plays George's love interest, Mary, later Mary Bailey, and also plays his mother. Ian Paul Custer is busy appearing as several characters, including brother Harry Bailey. Dara Cameron's primary role is Violet, Bedford Falls' sex symbol. The talented Matt Edmonds on piano sets the tempo for the performance, playing Austin Cook's original score while voicing a few characters from his position at the keyboard, and also acting as the radio station's announcer and master of ceremonies. 
This is a story that could become a bit tedious, even maudlin acted out traditionally. But in this format, the pacing is snappy and fun with just enough pathos to provide a range of emotion and set us up for the big feel-good ending. There's no intermission, but the story is interrupted a couple of times for commercial breaks that are also performed by various members of the ensemble. The breaks are comprised of jingles for actual Chicago businesses, cleverly composed by musical director Michael Maher, providing a local flavor before returning to the radio drama. Director Gwendolyn Whiteside has done a fine job managing the action on Grant Sabin's cozy set. If you're a fan of Prairie Home Companion or Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on public radio, you certainly will enjoy this show. Also, if you have children or grandchildren unfamiliar with live radio, this is a good introduction to how entertainment was made for a few short years between vaudeville and television. It's a Wonderful Life is playing at Stage 773, 1225 West Belmont, Chicago, through January 5, 2019. Running time is 90 minutes with no intermission. For tickets and information, contact 773-327-5252 or visit stage773.com. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com and theater reviewer for chicagotheaterandarts.com, where you can read more of my reviews. That's okay. If you're a business owner and need a video for your website that explains to people who you are, what you do, and why they should do it with you, visit renoweb.net to learn about our video production services. Thanks to Scatterplot for the use of his song, Foster Avenue Beach, our theme song, also available at Spotify. Be sure to follow us on Facebook.com, iTunes, Spotify, and Podomatic.com.